Good morning, y'all. Miami. Uh, I'm Pastor Marshall. Welcome to Reignite Church. What we want to do here, uh, Reignite, has a simple philosophy. We want to reignite a love for God. That's our simple philosophy, um, to reignite a love for God, because love is the way we serve. And so we want to be authentic with that. But we're kicking off, uh, last week we kicked off a new series called Redefined, and we're, we're going to go for about six weeks, and we're talking about, and we're, we're, we're going to cover it in groups during the week. So what I'm doing is expanding a little bit, expounding on what we're learning, and just adding a little flavor to. So, so when you see the videos during the week, don't think, well, the pastor didn't stick to the script. God doesn't stick to the script. So, um, but I am using the same subjects and just going a little further, stretching it. So we are in week two, and I'm excited. Are, are you excited to listen? Yes. I'm excited to share. We're in week two of our series called Redefined. So if you missed last week, you have to go online to catch the rest of it. That's where all our messages are on the church app, where you will find um, each and every sermon that we save few months back, though, they're deleted, as one sister <laughs> shared with me. Don't delete the sermons, Pastor! But you can find them all on the church app. They're, they're there. They're there. Um, <laughs> so today I want to talk to you about being redefined by truth. What does it mean to be redefined by truth? The fact of the matter is, truth matters, right? Truth matters. No, I know the world says truth hurts, but truth matters, you know, and every, everybody wants, wants some type of truth in their life. But we don't, um, we don't like to be lied to. So, so um, but the truth is we like some lies, right? <laughs> we like some lies. I, I want you to like the teaching. I want you to like the preaching and teaching. I don't want you to tolerate it. So even if you got to lie, nod, nod with your boy. I, I, I'm following you. I'm lying to you. Lie to me. Lie to me. <laughs> you like it? You like it? <laughs> um, some of you may say, well, you know, uh, just, just solidifying the fact that we like some lies. Sometimes, you know, someone to do something that offend you, um, just not to hurt their feelings. You may, you may even say, it's okay, girl. It, it, it's all right. I know you didn't mean it because you knew that's what they wanted to hear. You know, so we, we like lies. That's the truth of the matter. Um, certain, there are certain lies we like. Also, the truth of the matter is that truth helps us behave rationally. Yeah, when it comes to relationships, we have to believe rationally. We have to believe that regardless of what we face, regardless of what we face, we're in this together. So no matter what we face, you, you, you're going to stand with me in the, in the gap. It's you, me, and God. Amen. And, and, and then and, and truth helps us behave rationally. Truth also lets me know that if I say that I am where I said I am, I, you need to believe that that's where I am. Come on. I'm ta- I hope I'm talking to the real crowd this morning. The truth helps us behave rationally in w- when it comes to relationships. But primarily we need truth this morning because the world is full of lies. Yes, it is. It's full of lies. So I want to do something different this morning. I want to give you the cause the reason for truth before I give you the cure for truth. That's what I want to do this morning. So I want to start at the end and give it to you and we'll move to the beginning. Social media as a tool, I found that social media as a tool has made people appear better than they are. Social media is a good thing, but in the world we live in today, everybody looks their best. 
People seem prettier than they are, healthier than they are. You know, you can suck in and take a selfie and, and look like the slimmest person, if I can get a witness. People are prettier than they are. People are stronger than they are because we suffer from the, this, this syndrome called N.E. Pastor, what's N.E.? I'm going to help you. It's going to be on the screen. N.E. means not enough. And so because we see people that are prettier than they are, we see people that are stronger than they are, more successful than they are, all of us at some point in our lives, we have some area of our lives that we suffer from not enough because what we see all the time. Yeah. And he has some long-term side effects. Y'all seen the infomercials out there. If you're taking whatever kind of medicine, you've seen the, you've seen the infomercials. So I, I thought, let me tease them a little bit this morning. If, if, if we were talking about any not enough that we all experience it, we, we, we experience not enough in some area. Can I get an amen? amen? Can I get a hand raised? I want to make sure I know who I'm preaching to this morning. So some of the side effects of any, if there was a warning label for it, it would, it would look like this. Some people have experiences, changes in behavior. Insecurity, hurt, unworthiness, rejection, depression, suicidal thoughts, and unbelief while experiencing side effects of N.E. Can I get a witness? If you notice insecurity, depression, or changes in your behavior, think and mood uh, that are not typical to, to, uh, for you while experiencing N.E. Stop right there. Consult the great physician and the word of God for the truth. So let me go on the record and say, I am Marshall, and, and my name is Marshall Bonet, and I suffer from N.E. Amen. <laughs> suffer from it. Not enough. Not enough. I'm recovering. I'm recovering, though. I hope you are, too. Lucky for us, the the Bible has the cure for the lies and the side effect of lies, because lies have long-term side effects, and so we can trace them back, thankful I'm thankful that we can trace those back all the way to the origin, to the origin of them. So they don't originate, lies don't originate from social media or from other people. This ancient book we call the Bible says that the origin is right here in John 8, 44. It'll be on your screen or you can click there or turn there. John 8, 44 says, for you are the children we're just talking about lies that linger and lies we like. For you are, your, you are the children of your father, the devil. And you love to do, y'all see it? The evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there's no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Y'all see that? The father of lies. So I want to I say that if someone is a father, that means they have children. Mm-mm-mm. We all start here. We all start here. We're born, in, we're born into sin, the Bible says. We're born into sin. That means we all start there. We all start there needing adoption, needing, needing Christ to take over, to, to redefine us, to, to make us better than who we are. Because, you know, as a, as a child, as an infant, I can manipulate my parent by just crying and, and doing things that I want to do. We all start there in sin. 
under the father of lies. In this case, it's not good to look like your daddy. But we all start there. It's easy to believe the devil's lies, even as a child of God. Because how many of you can say that there has been times when you thought, my gift isn't good enough. My prayers aren't necessary because he doesn't seem to answer them. Yeah, John 8, 34 says that lies can linger and lies can link us. And so I'm going to need like two or three volunteers. Marco, I'm always looking for you to volunteer. Could you come on up here? I need two more volunteers. Lies can linger and lies can link. This, this rope this morning represents sin. Everybody say sin. sin. And lies. Yes, this rope represents sin and lies. I want to do something to you this morning because I'm telling you, I want to prove to you that lies can linger the side effects of lies. And we all know that, right? But also lies can link us. Yeah, yeah. Because the Bible says in John 8, 34, that we are slaves to sin. Hold your arm out, brother. Yeah, we are slaves to sin. We are slaves to it. Yeah, let me put that on there a little bit tighter than this. Because you look like you might you look like you might try to get away. Come on across, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. I practiced this at home. I tied Tiffany up. <laughs> tied Tiffany up. So y'all You know we don't believe that, right? <laughs> don't let your mind go there. <laughs> lies linger and lies link. There's truth for that. I, I intentionally left one hand free, right? I intentionally left one hand free. So lies linger and lies link. So wherever I go, if I'm the father of lies, I have children. And the Bible says in eight, John 8, 34, that we are slaves to what? Sin, and sin is lies, right? And so this is what, this is what you have to understand. Don't go anywhere, you guys. You can't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> this is what you have to understand. When lies linger, linger means that there's, there's lasting side effects as long as you're enslaved. There's lasting side effects. You're going to have these, these thoughts, these images that go through your mind, these, these things that make you feel the symptoms of the lies that you live. Amen? And I am. So when it comes to linking something together, linking is impossible to free yourself. But I left one hand free. Linking is impossible to free. If you, if you try to free yourself, all it would do, try to free yourself. Try to free yourself. Not you, Steve. Not you, Steve. You can't use the other hand. You, you can't use your free hand. If you try to free yourself, really, it's just going make it, to make it tighter, right? Yeah. It's just going to make it tighter. So you, you need help in freeing yourself. Yeah. But the thing is, the only way to free yourself is to feed yourself. Yeah. Mm, Pastor, what am I feeding myself? I have to feed myself the word of God. And so we have to understand that we can't free ourselves unless we free ourselves. And then that we have to understand that God's word is truth. But we want to be clear on that. God's word is truth and the truth shall set you free. That's the truth for the moment. The truth shall set us free. But we are slaves. We start off as slaves to sin, to sin. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere. John 8, 31, 32 says, Jesus said to the people, it'll be on the screen. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. Y'all see that? Man, this blew me away this week. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. 
Oh, man, I'm going to read that again. 32, verse 32 is the meaning, is meaningful for our message today. And you will know the truth. Everybody say no. no. And the truth, everybody say truth, truth. will set you free. Um, the truth is, truth will set you free. I told you this when we did the Lies and Limitation series. Truth will set you free only if you're ready for freedom. You can read the Bible all day and go to sleep reading the Bible. But if you're not ready, if you're, God, God wants you to have a willing spirit. We all have free will. If you're not ready for freedom, you will still remain a slave, although you are free. So the truth will make us free. Yeah, I want you to understand this. And the condition of verse 32 is found in verse 31. This blew me away this week. Jesus said, you are my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. In other words, if you remain faithful to the truth. That's the, that's the secret. That's the secret. But and, and is the conjunction of, of the condition. Everybody, well, maybe, maybe only if you're 40 and over, 35 and older, 40 and older, you remember this um, schoolhouse rock, conjunction, junction. Sing it with me. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Taking our word and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and is the conjunction that follows the function. <laughs> and in verse 32 talks about the function of verse 31. So, so this, is what, this is what it means. We, are, we have an obligation to know the truth. The truth has an obligation to release. I say it again. We have an obligation to know. The truth has an obligation to release. Oh, my, 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 my. So the truth will release in me what I need to know. And so what I need to know, when something is released, it has the ability to move. I left your hand free on the end because I wanted you to do, illustrate this. Free yourself. Free yourself. You can read your word with that free hand. You can release yourself. But what you have to understand this morning, church, is only free people can free people. Yeah. O-M-G. Free the next man. Free the next man. Because you read the truth with his free hand, right? He fed himself with his free hand, so only free people can free people. The next man needs to free the next man. And that's how it works in the church. Only free people can free people. You may, you may be seated, you guys. Mm. Only free people can free people. And God uses his word to do it. He uses his word to do it. But man, when you're free, you're able to move. That's so important for you to know. Now, I can't free you. I can't free you. But if I could, I, I probably wouldn't introduce you to freedom right away. If I could do something, if I, if I, if I could do something, the first thing I'd probably do is commit, get you committed to coming to church. If I could do it, if the pastor could do it, if Marshall could do it, I would probably get you to come to church. The next thing I probably would get to do if I if I could do it, if I could do it, I probably would get you to to start worshiping instead of whispering when when the songs are being played. If I could do it, that's what I would do. I probably wouldn't free you first. If I could do it, I'd probably get you to start giving more so we can get out of this building and get into our new building and build a new building. And that that way you would give that 10% as God manipulates your heart to, to make priority of what he's trying to do in your life. If I could do it, that's what I would do. But no, I can't make you free. I can't make you free. Jesus gives us freedom as a gift through him by receiving it by faith. 
So scripture declares that Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. Don't forget that part. He's the way, all right? I need to come to church. I need, I need to walk morally. I need to look at things in a, in a righteous ra- manner. But he's the truth, too. So if you're not putting any truth, you're anemic to following. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And the truth frees people even when you're not trying. Yeah. I know you want me to prove it. I said the truth frees people even when you're not trying. When Paul validates his testimony in Galatians to the church of Galatia, he's talking, uh, he's talking about how he was, the first, he was the last apostle. You know, he, he, he was the last one to come through with the rest of the apostles, John and, and, and the rest of them, right? So he, he, was, he was the last of, of the apostles, so he felt some kind of way about that. Paul also says when he's talking to the church in Galatia, you know, because the church in Galatia needed some, they need some spanking. They, need, they needed some so Paul starts this church, and he says, I was the last apostle. And then he says, when I, when I, when I started off in my ministry, I messed it up because I persecuted the church. And then I, I found something in my study, my personal study. I saw that Paul had went away for three years in Galatians chapter 1. He went away for three years, and then he came on the scene. And after he had that experience with Jesus, he went away to study God's word. And, and, and understand the truth. And then he says that what, what, what he did in the past freed him. And then he goes and finds himself with the disciples. But we don't usually hear that in, in church preached. We just say that Paul had that Damascus Road experience. And then we find out that later on, God uses him to write most of the New Testament. But that three-year exodus where Paul goes away to study God's word, because only free people free people. And so he comes and he, and he goes and he sits amongst the disciples and he stays there about 15 more days and he's telling the church in Galatians about his good intentions that had bad results. <laughs> Have you ever had good intentions and received bad results? She asked me to come pray for her so I came over there and prayed for her but it was at the wrong time. Can I be real with the church? Have you ever had some good intentions and gotten bad results? Mm. There's truth for that. Paul is proof that truth conflated with change gets people's attention. He said, when you take truth and conflate it with change, bring it together, it gets people's attention. People start to see. Now, I, I, I know. I thought I knew him. I thought I knew her. What, what is it about you that's different now? That's, that's radically different. I mean, just last week you was doing the do. And now... <laughs> And your family is even like, what? What happened? What, what changed? Let, let me prove it to you because, you know, I always try to give you an example. Let me give, let me give you a biblical example today, not a cartoon, not a story, whatever. Let me give you a biblical example. In Galatians 1, chapter 20, uh, verse 22, it says this. If you look with me, it'll be on screen. It says, and, and, and still, this is Paul talking to the church in Galatia still. He, he says in verse 22, and still the Christians in the churches in Judea. See, he had just gave his testimony how he started. Uh, he went away. 
and how he came back and how God used him. Verse 22, and still the Christians in the churches in Judea didn't know me personally. Everybody said, they didn't know me. You know, they, they knew you, but they didn't know you. Okay. All, all they knew, y'all see it? All they knew was that people were saying, man, what are they saying? Oh, what are they saying about you? All, all they knew was what people were saying, that the one who used to persecute us is now preaching the very faith he tried to destroy. And, and, and they praise God because of me. And they praise God because who, who will praise God because of you? Who will praise God because of you? Oh, man. This is what it means to be redefined by truth. When people see what you've been through, and now they see a difference in you, and the truth was the thing that set you free. When, we define, when we're defined by truth, when others see the truth released in our life, that was, that's what it means to be redefined by truth. Nobody's perfect. I'm not talking about being perfect. I'm talking about being perfected. Y'all know how I say it. We're not perfect. If you're perfect, raise your hand. There's no one perfect that could raise their hand in a room. And so there could be no perfect person. There could be no perfect marriage. There could be no perfect church because no one's perfect. We're being perfected. Oh, man. Oh, man. I want to call an audible, though, as we close. I'm, 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 I'm doing it short on purpose. I want to call an audible this morning. I want to ask you to stand. No, no, no. No, I don't want you to do it now. I'm going to ask you to stand in a minute. I want to ask you to stand in a minute. I'm going to read the verse again. Oh. Verse 22. And still the Christians in the churches in Judea didn't know me personally. All they knew. Man, I love that. All they knew was that people were saying, the one who used to persecute us, is now preaching the very faith he tried to destroy. And they praised God because of Marshall. Sometimes it's okay to infuse your name into the text. And they praised God because of Daedra. And they praised God because of Tanisha. And they praised God because of Eugene and Amaris. And they praised God because of Karen. And they praised God. I wonder, church, who, who's here because somebody else you saw? Who, who's here because you saw someone redefined by truth? Who's here who's been saved because somebody else and you're willing to stand and give a testimony and just say the name? I'm here. I'm saved. I'll be, I'll be first to stand. I'm here and I'm saved today, this morning, because of Mike Turner. Saw a little black athlete, 14 years old, didn't know nothing about nothing, and came through my grandmother's neighborhood. Thank God I was at my grandma's house. And, 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 and I was in the wrong church going with her, just believing. They're shouting, and I'm, I'm looking at everybody. Don't take all that, what's going on, whatever. And then I come and I meet this guy, and he takes me to this other biblical church. It changes my life at 14. And Mike would come visit my house. I was a teenager. He would come visit my house in the hood. White guy would come visit my house in the hood. I would go to my games, and I would play in my games. And Mike would come, and, and he would support me. He would be in the stands. He would call my mom because she was a single mother. Mike Turner would call my mom and say, how's he doing? I knew I could count on him, but I saw the truth released in his life. I'm here. I praise God because of Mike Turner. If Mike Turner would never been here, I would have never came to Christ probably. 
So am I calling audible. Stand if you're here because someone invited you. And I want you to be willing to say their name. It's testimony time. It's testimony time. Paul said, Paul said, they knew me. Now all they knew was what people were saying about me. All they knew was what people said. Stand if you are saved because of somebody else. Free people, free people. If you're saved today, stand and give a testimony. I'm here because so-and-so. I'm here because I'm saved because of so-and-so. Who's willing to give their testimony this morning? Who's willing to give their testimony? Tiff, go first. Testimony time. Wow, wow. Okay, back in the back. Don, I see you. Don, speak up, Don. Speak up, Don. Mm. Woo! His wife. His wife. Becky, his wife. All right, Sherry. Ah, 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 Jason, Jason, give it to me, give it to me. You're either, you're either here today or saved because. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Chantrell, Chantrell, come on. Testimony. Mm. Oh, oh, hey, it's testimony time. Karen, I see you. Amen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, amen, amen. Indy, I see you. Come on, come on. She said a co-worker, a mom. Amen. Several people. Go ahead. Yeah. Amen. 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 Amaris. Amaris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. She said her mammy, her mammy, her mama name. That's why she's here. That's why she's here. Either here or saved, and you're willing to stand up and give testimony. Anderson, go ahead, sir. Mm. Mm. Amen. 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 Ain't nothing like a good testimony. Thank God for Nelson, too. George, I see you in the back. You're here or saved because? Uh-huh. Mm. Arrested. Yeah. Amen. 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 Eugene. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't spend a night and not be in church, baby. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Jonathan. I can even use a Navy man, right? <laughs> Lord knows how I had to listen to some stuff. <laughs> Dad. Dad. <laughs> Dad, go ahead. Mm. Bible even says that the children shall lead them. Oh my gosh. Steve, sir. probably won't tell you, but I'll tell you. Um, when they made that decision, I remember their Sunday. Carolyn, by the way, is still part of the church, but she works on Sundays, and she's already told me, Pastor, I applied for other jobs. So, <laughs> but um, um, I remember your, sal- your f- salvation testimony because you guys shared football Sunday. We all had our jerseys on, and you had said something that stayed with me. You said that we tried to have a baby. I had not known, and a lady gave a testimony on the screen, one of the player's wives, and she said how she had lost a child, and you had just lost a child. And you guys were saying it's scary, you know, you're trying to be, um, trying to get pregnant again one day and everything, and we just agreed in prayer to just trust God going forward. I didn't know it was three years, I just found that out just now, but um, trust God and their faith Declan is over in the, yes. in the nursery. 
And, and, and she's got a girl baking in the oven right now. Right here, Elmer. You're either saved or here because of who? Amen. 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 Come on, lady. working in a dad. <laughs> uh. Praise God. God always knows what he's doing. And before grand, Grandpa went to be with him, the son was already strengthened by the father. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Young lady. I'm trying to remember your name. Tell us again. Okay. Carrie, that was my guest. Amen. You had a group of them. We call it a village here. <laughs> Amen. 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 Oh, gosh. It's always good to have someone that you've invited and you see it come to pass. All right, Miami fan. 
Come on, Danielle. We're going to let you talk anyway. I was going to skip you, but. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I want to put my mouth on it. Danielle. Thanks, Carrie. Mm. I was tired of the old cycle of the single mom and different relationships over and over and I was tired of it so I picked up a book by Kitty Jakes one mm. of the most powerful wow powerful yeah yeah it changed my life wow and then when I met Anthony we decided to start going to a church a local church mm-hmm. and the first time we were there we were called home or I knew yeah. I was saved and I wanted to give my life to Jesus amen Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I'm here today. My whole family's here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are family. We are family. I got all my... Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. She said it was a book that she read when she came to church, and then the first time at church, she came to the altar. You know, that one of my professors said at Regent that some of your greatest mentors will come from test books. Textbooks. Wow. 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 It's terrible. Wow. Yeah. God knew what he was doing. Wow. That's good stuff. Anthony, sir. Amen. 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 Uh, thank God for people who didn't believe what they were. <laughs> Amen. Alexis. I think I'm the last in the row. Yeah. I got one more over there that's standing. <laughs> I didn't forget you. She invited me to experience everything that she experienced here at Midnight. Yeah. right. Amen. God is in control. Amen. For so long I try to pull and push, pull and push, and I realized I was just doing more damage to myself mm. that way. Mm. Now as a single mom, realizing that to, to raise my child, I, I can't do it alone. Amen. Kristen, bring us home. You're saved or here because mama. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. Ooh, uh, the kind of mother that your mom is. All right, will we all stand? Will we all stand? Thank you. Uh, thank you all for giving testimonies. Will we all stand? Um, when I when I read that when I read that passage, I'm gonna read it again. I came unglued this week. Came unglued. That I wasn't planning that. I read that passage from Paul and Galatians in my personal devotion time. It just really, it just really spoke to me. So I'm going to read it again. It says, and, and, and still the Christians and the churches in Judea didn't know me personally. All they knew was that the peop- what the people were saying. The one who used to persecute us is now preaching the very faith he tried to destroy. And they praise God because of me. Man. When you're talking to a group of people and you're able to say, man, they knew what I was. They heard, they heard about the things that I did. And yet, they saw the transition. They saw God redefine me in the process. And so he plants the church in Galatia. He plants the church. He starts the church in Galatia. But they knew what he was. But they saw who he is. Only God can do that. <laughs> Amen. And so my prayer for you is that this week you will go out and and focus on being redefined, not focus on where you've been, not focus on what they said last week even, maybe, in some cases. But who are you now? Whose are you now? You're redefined, and they will praise God for you. That's my prayer for us as a church. What's your testimony? We need to remember the names of our testimony for those that we give testimony to. So... There's enough truth in front of us to redefine where we are and whose we are. So we just have to feed ourselves. And once we feed ourselves with the truth and we're freeing ourselves with that one hand that I left open for Steve on the end, his right hand, free somebody else. Amen. Yes, yes. You're obligated to know. You're obligated to feed yourself with the word. You're obligated to know, but the truth is obligated to release. And once you're released, you're able to move. (laughs) you're able to move and somebody is waiting on you somebody is waiting on you to move this week somebody's waiting on you to move because there's a baby that needs to be had there's a family that needs to be restored there's somebody who needs to be out from under condemnation because of you because of you so thank you for being bold enough to share your testimonies amen let's pray father i thank you for your word i thank you for your truth i thank you for those that are that we're able to follow pastor's instruction to have, a, to have a moment, Lord, where we just share our testimonies. So we just share that with what somebody else did. We're not praising people, but Lord, we're praising what you've done in people, how you've perfected gifts in people and, and giving them courage to share the word. So Father, we thank you. We ask that you strengthen us, Lord, this week. Give us wisdom where we need it. Help us remember that we are redefined by Christ. Redefined, that means to do it again to do it again. We thank you for the prefix, Lord. 